0: Welcome back to the Financial Foundation. Uh, this is Ty. Thank you for joining me again. Um, today I wanted to talk about uh, something that's going on in the economy in the news. Um, it's about a week old, but I do think it's definitely worth revisiting and looking over and analyzing, breaking it down to the point where we can take a look and see exactly what's going on. Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, what are the pros and cons? Stuff like that. Um, the event I want to address is with the announcement last week, uh, Jerome Powell did speak for about over two hours regarding the future uh, 2022, most mostly, and the future of the economy, and what the Federal Reserve is going to do. Um, in case you are wondering who Jerome Powell is, he is the head of the Federal Reserve, and one of the biggest functions that they do is they help try to Uh, be an equalizer as far as when it comes to the economy, control the money flow to make sure that our economy is doing well and that we don't collapse because in in hard times such as the Great Depression and the Great Recession and stuff like that, there are notorious bank runs that happen and the main function of the Federal Reserve is to kind of stave that off protect banks just in case there is a bank run or we're, we're heading towards a recession or something like that the Federal Reserve can try and help with monetary policy to keep us out of that so uh going ahead i wanted to highlight some of the bullet points of what he did say last week um because because he did speak for a long long time and there were uh lot, lots of uh financial experts there asking him all sorts of questions and a lot of them were pretty repetitive or he gave repetitive answers to different questions so um let me just highlight some of this uh, basically he 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 looked back at 2021, there was a healthy economic recovery, um, and because poised at the end of 2021 and going into 2022, he was looking for a bit of a tighter monetary policy that is going to be put in place, um, in the form of interest rate hikes and, uh, the Federal Reserve will also start to, what you call it, taper uh, taper monthly bond purchases. Sorry. And, uh, so, so first I wanted to address, um, the interest rate hikes and there is speculation on how many interest rate hikes they're going to be and whether they're going to be uh, 25 point interest rate hikes or higher. And, um, the, the low number seems to estimate around three in 2022. And but it, I've seen as high as seven, so seven interest rate hikes towards the course of 2022. Um, what this does mean is this could, uh, what you call it, address inflation and get it under control. So, because as you know, uh, 2021 inflation was at a 40 year high, the highest it's been since 1982, and the most affected. Uh, I would say economic sectors where infl- where you saw inflation the most and I'm sure you already know it's uh restaurants, gas, you know, energy, utilities and groceries. I would say primarily meat. There were other sectors uh, that were definitely affected by it, but those were some of the primary drivers behind the 7% inflation rate for 2021. So hopefully interest rate hikes coming in 2022 does get inflation under control and back under its 2% goal or at 2% goal. He was, Jerome Powell was asked if he would like to aim for less than 2% to try and counteract the fact that 2021 was at 7% and he did say no, he was like I we just want to get it to the 2%. So the uh the 2% goal with this interest rate hike is what he is shooting for. Will he get there? Maybe not in 2022, but however, he did say uh he does plan on continuing to adjust his interest rate hikes and how often they do it in relation the goal despite the current supply chain crisis so um this is also this interest rate hikes what it's also going to do is it, it is going to reduce borrowing as far as money goes across the board from uh housing and auto loans personal loans to credit cards you will see rates on all of those go up um so basically Right now, you can get a house for 2 3%, a whole, uh, auto loan for 2 3%, personal loans as low as like 5 or 6%. And I think credit cards are in the teens. Um, as, as you see rates go up, you will see houses potentially go to 3 4 5 6%, depending on how high they want to raise these rates and how often. Same thing with vehicle personal loans. Credit cards can reach as high as 30% or more interest. Um, The good news is, is that you will see these rates go up on your savings account as well. So if your savings account, uh, some of the best that I've seen out there are around half a percent. Um, However, about a month ago, the best I saw was 0.4. So they they will uh, start to go up. Uh, As they increase these interest rate hikes, I believe, if I remember right, at the height of maybe like the end of 2018, where rates were really high, I saw savings accounts at two and a quarter percent. So that is one benefit that happens when rates do go up. Your savings account doesn't benefit, so these changes do encourage and incentivize less borrowing, less loans, and more saving. Um, So I I did want to address, he did mention that the Federal Reserve will also start to taper uh, monthly bond purchases. This uh, most likely, uh, what he meant by the tighter monetary policy when he brought this out, initially said it in his uh, speech. Because if if you can hike up interest rate and you can put a stop to basically the printing of money and injecting it right into the economy through bond purchases and whatnot... Um, this will also help to curb inflation down to its two percent goal. So, interest rate hikes, taper on the monthly bond purchases. The, putting those two together are two great steps, in my opinion, to help get inflation under control and try to make it so that you don't, we don't go into a recession and the economy does not get reduced or. Start to recede, and uh, we start to look at all of the negative connotations that come with a recession. So, um, I did want to mention he did he did go over briefly the uh, COVID and the Omicron variant and the uncertainty regarding economic growth. Um, I, this is one where I did disagree with him. I, I, because of how mild Omicron is, I don't believe that investors, um, the economy, big corporations or anything like that, they're not worried about the actual Omicron variant. What they're more worried about is, uh, government reaction to, um, government reaction to its policies regarding the omicron like if they if they shut down or if they in place restrictions in some sectors or some companies that would be more investor panic comes from government response to the virus rather than the virus itself just because it is being so mild now um, So overall I want to give my thoughts on this. I am glad that they finally, finally started doing this i have thought about this that it was uh, very very necessary since going back to last summer um, i remember making uh, mentions to some of my financial colleagues when inflation back when they were calling it transitory um i i could see the writing on the wall and i'm like these policies do not indicate that the inflation is transitory i think that they're hoping that it's transitory however the current government policies were Pumping money into the economy and keeping rates at all-time lows, historic lows. I'm sure you you heard that term a lot. And uh, I believe that they were at historic all-time lows for way too long. And that's why inflation started to spiral and they were calling it transitory. I am glad that the moves taken right now may start a very good leap towards economic stagnation. I mean, um, with all of the money that was gone in there with rates being low for so long, you will see the the economy start to stagnate. Employment may rise, um, and I I will admit, it's gonna hurt just a little bit. Um, However, in my opinion, blowing this much money into an economic recovery while increasing the national debt you're gonna have to deal with this sooner or later and the longer we wait the worse it's gonna get so that's why i believe like it's gonna hurt a little bit but it's necessary because there is no getting around this um but anyways that does conclude my thoughts on what jerome powell said last week Uh, if you haven't seen him or if you have any questions about what was said or what was asked, I encourage you to watch it. It's on YouTube. It's it's on a number of platforms where he spoke. Um, it, it, it'll answer any of your questions or anything I may have not addressed today. I think I hit the main bullet points, though. I do want to thank you for coming back to the Financial Foundation, and we'll see you next time.